Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. This is your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College sports. Jake, let's start with you. Starting off on the gridiron, the Chargers scored 37 of the game's last 43 total points in defeating Cutstown University 40-26 to in an NCAA Division II Super Region I playoff game in Pennsylvania. This win, Hillsdale's second Division II playoff victory in its history, advances the team to next week's regional semifinal at Notre Dame College. That game will kick off at either noon or 1 in Euclid, Ohio. Leading the Chargers was, no surprise here, Trey Brock, who finished the game with eight catches for 170 yards and two touchdowns. Chance Stewart, who became Hillsdale's all-time leader in career passing yards in this game, completed 19 of 30 passes for 305 yards and three touchdowns. David Graham carried the ball 20 times for 119 yards, averaging just over five and a half yards a clip. Senior linebacker Jay Rose had an outstanding game, leading the team with 13 total tackles. He also got in on the offense, carrying the ball for 14 yards on a perfectly executed fake punt attempt in the first half. Martin, over to you. Over to volleyball. A 2018 season one for the record books was ended Thursday night in the NCAA Division II Midwest Regional Quarterfinals as the Chargers lost 3-1 to to host in number one seed Drury University, ending their season with a 25-7 record. Hills will go off to a very promising start, winning the first set 25-20, but then dropped the next three. Senior Paige Vanderwall did everything she could, finishing her career with 15 kills, 15 digs, and two service aces for the Chargers in the loss. All right, we now welcome on to Charger Rundown Alec Foose, a redshirt freshman wide receiver on the football team. Alec, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Just fresh off a big win. That's right. First things first, first things in order. Congratulations on the huge dub uh, this past Saturday Appreciate against it. Cutstown. It was, it was crazy crazy game how how does it feel right now looking back on the game we're, we're gonna get into specifics later but just right now knowing that you made it further than let's let's just take a random team like say uh our old rival grand valley you guys are by the transitive property better than grand valley how does that feel uh that's that's crazy just to be even like mentioned uh you talk to anybody and they know grand valley but not necessarily hillsdale and uh just being farther in the playoffs as of right now and uh, you know, hopefully keep this thing going. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just something crazy to think about. Yeah, I mean, obviously Grand Valley in they 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 make a run pretty much every year. But when you look at it right now, we've got we've got uh, we've got Notre Dame College this Saturday, and then then we're gonna win this. We're gonna win the Saturday, right? And then after that, because there were two two other upsets yep. in our region, we we're thinking about a home game in late November for a chance to be one of the final four teams in Division Two football. And, like, right now, my heart is beating out of my chest even thinking about that. So I know that you're trying to trying to just take it one game at a time, but that just has to be a wild thought. Yeah, I mean, that's something that definitely, uh, after seeing the scores, uh, how everything shook out yesterday, that, you know, you, you start thinking, just it's human nature to start thinking, okay, like, if we win this next week, then we're back at home for a regional final. And but uh, you know Otter would definitely tell us we're going to take it one day at a time and we're going to start Monday afternoon just like we've done you know these last eleven weeks and that's you know that's just what we're going to do we're going to keep rolling and 
stayed true to what we've done all year and it's been pretty successful yeah to see standing room only in muddy waters in uh, late november like that'd be a sweet feeling with football weather no doubt a little snow coming down that'd be great um but let's talk about the game because it was one of the wildest football games I've ever seen, whether whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether it's pro, because you guys couldn't do anything at all for the first probably 14, or for the first quarter and like 14 minutes of the second quarter, you guys could not move the ball. Like what, what was going on? It was just, it was frustrating. We were, you know, we stayed to our game plan. We were running the things that we repped all week and uh, they made more plays than us. That's just what it came down to. You know, we had chances to make some plays, and it just, you know, the ball didn't roll our way or uh, anything like that. But, uh, you know, we just – it was it's just – there's really no way to explain it. We were just flat, and, uh, you know, we just came out, and just nothing worked. And, you know, it's frustrating definitely on the sidelines. But, uh, you know, just had to stay in it and realize that the game's longer than two quarters, and, you know, we're going to have our chances to come back. I know that you guys uh, left Hillsdale at like 7 o'clock on Thursday. Is there a reason why you guys came out so flat? Uh, yeah, so we left. We made sure to leave early, uh, and we usually do that for the longer trips and uh, just so we can get you know to the facilities and uh, go through our regular Friday routine with a walkthrough and film. And you know, on the way there, we had some bus problems, and that ended up setting us back uh, just about two hours, two hours behind schedule. Two hours behind an eight-and-a-half-hour trip already, right? Yeah, so, you know, yeah. you're looking at an eight-and-a-half, nine-hour trip. It suddenly turns into, you know, 10 hours, 11 hours on a bus. And, uh, you know, by the time you get to the hotel and we're two hours behind, we're supposed to be practicing. And, uh, you know, we didn't get a chance to practice on Friday like we usually do. And, uh, you know, whether that, you know, played a factor into coming out flat, it could have. But, uh, you know, turned out well. So in the second half. But, uh, yeah, I think that definitely uh, definitely had an effect a little bit. Yeah, so it was 14-0 cuts down before he could even blink. And then it was 20-3 to with, like, two minutes left in the first half. And then there was a very definitive changing moment in the, in the game that you had – a key fact, a key role in, and that was, I mean, basically, it was basically Hillsdale's version of the Philly special, which if you don't know what that is, first of all, stop listening to the show. Second of all, <laughs> uh, it, it was, uh, I mean, it's just, it's a pass back from the wide receiver to, to the quarterback and you, Alec, you threw it to chance. And so walk me through that play. Yeah. So, uh, we went through, uh, our personnel that we have in for that play and, uh, so I run out there and I'm getting set and we have ran it uh, two other times this season and uh, definitely the Cutstown coaching staff knew uh, knew what was coming because their whole sideline was you know up in arms you know reverse passes coming reverse passes coming and uh, you know we we kept the play on and I uh, David Graham got the handoff and uh, threw it back to me and the play originally is supposed to go to Trey down the sideline which is always a good option. Uh, he's going to make a play <laughs> and uh, but their safety ended up rolling over top of that and Trey was doubled and chance leaked out into the flats and I just dumped it off to him and you know let the big fella run a little bit <laughs> yeah quick little 14 and then obviously to end the half the last play of the half was a 51 yard boot from Joe Phillip yeah. what does it mean to you to have a kicker who's able to make such long field goals because he's done it twice this year now. Yeah, that's definitely a, a huge option that we have. Joe's done a great job all year. He's made big kicks, especially like you've seen it in the Finley game mm -hmm. with the big kick. And, you know, in the last game he did the same thing. And, uh, you know, I think it's great that we have that trust in Joe 
to be able to be in those big moments and those big games and like hey we can take a 51 yard field goal and you know come up with points whereas some teams you know they don't have that option they have to punt but uh you know good thing we got joe yeah, I mean, it also, what was the temperature like? Because it looked like it was frigid cold. It looked it looked a lot. There were snow than, piles. Yeah, that, all yep. around the field. They're just giant snow banks. But uh, you know, it actually wasn't that cold. It, it didn't feel that cold. Uh, I, I didn't have long. A lot of the guys didn't have any long sleeves on or anything. It's just I think it's one of those things where once you get running around, you get in the game, you're not. Get the adrenaline flowing. You're not necessarily worried about being cold. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing one of the Cutstown wide receivers like was running into the end zone or something, or there was a, there was a play, and then he fell into a snowbank. Yeah. And I was like, that is awesome. Like <laughs> yeah. that that is that is Midwest football that is weather, right? Football. Absolutely. Yes, you're totally right. And so you go into the end zone, or you go into halftime with a little bit of momentum. It's still twenty to six, and mm-hmm. as a fan, I'm thinking we're screwed. Like we've got no chance. Yeah. Um, what does Coach Otter say? to motivate you guys to have undoubtedly the best half that you've played all year. It was actually the crazy thing is it was nothing different from what we've heard every halftime at every game this year. And I know that's crazy to say cuz everyone was I wonder what, you know, Otter told them at halftime and you know, he's very consistent with his message and it was just basically it's not or you know, you can't score more than one touchdown at a time. You know, it's going to take plays we're gonna have to make plays and it's gonna take time to do it but just as long as we keep playing hard and keep trusting in the process of everything that eventually you know we're gonna look up at that scoreboard and it's gonna be in our favor and so that's that's just what we did and I think everyone bought into that and believed and you know we went out there with a good feeling and you know it came out firing on on all cylinders you're listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM I'm here with redshirt freshman Wide receiver Alec Foose. Um, Alex, so Cutstown's offense was unreal in the first half. Just 20 points, 14, yeah. 14 right away. And then the defense, Hillsdale's defense, was able to come out of the half and string together like three or four consecutive three and outs. That was big. And within, within five minutes of game time, I think less than five minutes of game time, Hillsdale was tied. Yeah. You were tied up 20 to 20. Yeah. Like that, that in the blink of an eye, uh, we're I mean down twenty to six, and then you know at the snap of a finger we are winning the game and yeah. we're tied. It's that was crazy. Yeah, f- it, less than five minutes to be tied, less yeah. than eight minutes to be ahead twenty seven to twenty yeah. without being able to do anything on offense or defense the entire time. What does it mean for you to have such great uh, defensive play uh, in the second half? Let I want to highlight a few. I want to highlight a few players. Obviously, Zach Van Valkenburg yeah. has been unreal. Kid's Listen, a monster. <laughs> he he is a just a block of granite when yeah. you look at him. He mm-hmm. is he's such a beast. So Zach, I want I want you to talk about Zach a little bit. Nate Jones, he had a massive game. Jay Rose and then Wyatt Batdorf has just been so great this entire year. So what what do those guys mean to you? Oh. Mean to your team? I know it's yeah. very difficult to do all those guys and they're constantly in the play. Like they're never there's never a play where one of those guys is not in on the tackle or you know making something happen. And I mean you look at guys like Valk. And that pretty much gives the quarterback zero time to throw the oh, ball. Oh, yeah. Nightmares. <laughs> yeah, Nightmares and, as well. Uh, you know, you got guys like Jay and Nate who you know, lay the wood pretty much. Probably the best uh, middle linebackers in – I probably close to the country, but I'd say definitely the region. Yeah, definitely. And they're running all over the field. And, you know, you know when 
Nate and Jay make a hit because you can hear it. You can hear it from the stands. You can hear it from the sideline. And, you know, it's one of those – it's nice to have those guys making those plays because it definitely gets the sideline involved and just, you know, getting everyone kind of hyped up for the game. And then you got Wyatt who is, you know, the pretty – I would say the leader of the defense. I mean, especially the defensive backs. He, he brings a different sort of energy to our defense. And, uh, you know, guys definitely look to him. And uh, when we need a big play, it seems like Wyatt's there too. So, I mean, all those guys just do a tremendous job. Yeah, no, uh, definitely the defense was able to force some key stops for sure. Um, but the offense, it, w- it went from nothing to everything that you tried worked. We couldn't run the ball at all in the first half. And then, mm-hmm. and then the tying touchdown was David Graham yeah. scampering up the sideline for like 30, thir- mm-hmm. a 30 yard score. Um, so how are you guys able to, um, just flip the switch on offense? It just seems like, you know, we have playmakers all across the board. Uh, you got guys like Dave and Trey and KJ and, you know, Sandy and chance. And I mean, I go down the whole list and the O line does a tremendous job too. And, uh, you know, I knew things that we're going to end up going in our favor I and mean, we're going to make plays. We have two good guys on offense to not make plays, big plays. And it was just a matter of time. You know, they held us in check the first half. And, you know, that's kind of what made me think at halftime. I was like, we're, I mean, we're due. We're due for a big play here, big play there. And it's going to turn the game. And you got guys like Dave running the ball too, mm-hmm. especially on that touchdown. He just bounces off people. He's, he's, this was his best game of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yep. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. He'll just run into a pile. And the next thing you know, he's running down the sideline and it's a touchdown. Yep. And so, you know, it's nice to have guys like that on the offensive side. I would be remiss uh, if I did not mention the performance of Trey Brock because he's been doing it game in, game out, year in, year out. Yeah. You had your banquet today, and it was mm-hmm. his th- like third straight year of being the team MVP. Yeah, yeah, third straight. Um, so first half, he is completely shut down. Yeah. One catch for like two yards, you said? Yeah, I was like two or three, something like that, but and then, normal Trey numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he, he ended the game with – Eight catches, a buck seventy, and two scores. Yeah, basically all of it coming in, in the second half. Is, could you tell that Trey was about to go off? Yeah, I mean, there's all there's always that chance that Trey is going to go off. Uh, you know, you're talking about a guy that you know probably works harder than a lot of people. Uh, you know, he puts the time in, and he definitely deserves everything. You know that he's done. And uh, yeah, I just had this feeling at halftime. I went up to Alex Zimmerman, another wide receiver, and I just said. Trey's gonna go off like I just there's this he's due he's due for a big play and you know next thing you know it's just chance to trade chance to trade chance to trade touchdown and you know you can't really can't really stop that once those two get going yeah so it got to the point where it was 27 26 you guys and then Trey made one of the most unreal catches I've ever seen and you were you had like a perfect view of that. I was he, he was in bounds, right? He was in bounds. Yeah, he was absolutely in bounds, hundred percent. Okay, take me through the play. Take me through. Uh, I just I want to live through your eyes right yeah. now. So we're running a concept, and basically I have a five yard out, and uh, Trey has a go route, and uh, it's basically just Trey's going to go win. And they were manned up, and so the safety came down on me, and it's one on one coverage with Trey. And you're going to take that matchup, you know, just about every time. And uh, I just remember running my route and I looked and Chance pulled up through the ball and just watched it through the air. And Trey went up just and absolutely mossed the kid. Oh, yeah. And, you know, somehow managed to get a toe down. And, you know, I saw it clear as day. He was definitely in. And uh, 
I just I mean, I took off running towards him. And it just it was a crazy moment, crazy moment. Obviously, after that, it, it was a little bit of a, that play was unreal. And then to go into uh, the the very next play was obviously the extra point and a missed extra point, which I, I was thinking like wow, it's only a seven-point game instead of an eight-point game. Yeah. So then your defense was able to force a huge stop. Did you did you have faith in your defense? Like, be honest with me. Did you know they were going to make the stop? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you base, uh, you know, your judgment off what they did the previous, you know, third quarter and the early in the fourth quarter, I didn't, I didn't think there was anything that was going to go through our defense at that point. Uh, you know, they just – they turned it on, they flipped the switch, and they they played well. And so I guess I was never really nervous about that. And plus with our offense, if they do score, then – It's like, hey. That's fine. We're going to go down. We're we got, gonna, so we we're got gonna our go dogs. Down, we're going to score again. We got our dogs, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously icing on the cake, Chance just launches it to Trey, mosses a guy again, yeah. runs for about 60 yards, um, all resulting in a 40-26 to 26 victory, 34-6 to 6 in the second half. Where does this game rank on – your all-time like football games played that was that's definitely up there if not one of the best or most exciting at least uh you know we just just in the second half i remember dr jennings our team chaplain is just we're having fun now and that i think that's what was a big thing and everyone just started having fun we just were playing football again and you know everyone wasn't uptight like we were in the first half and yeah, so it was just like, you know, sitting on the bench joking with the other receivers and, you know, everyone high fives all around. And I don't know, it was, it was a lot of fun. It's definitely a great experience, something I'm going to remember for a long time. So let's look ahead to this next week because we've got another big game ahead. And it is against number one seed, undefeated Notre Dame College. What can you guys do? What, what are your keys to victory right now? I don't, I know that you haven't really started scheming for them, yeah. but just. I mean, they're a great team. You guys are a great team. Anything can happen. So what what are we looking at right now? Yeah, obviously we'll know more as the week goes once we, you know, get more film in. The coaches put a game plan together. But, uh, yeah, uh, Notre Dame, 11-0, number one seed. Obviously, you know, I have a lot of talent. and uh, But I think that we have just as much, you know, I take our team against anybody right now. I mean, we're playing well, playing very well. And uh, I think we just got to keep doing what we're doing. Just keep trusting the process. Keep grinding every day at practice. And uh, things are going to shake out the way we want it to. Yeah, I mean, anyone that votes against Hillsdale right now or picks picks a team against Hillsdale, it's almost like, yeah, like what why? are you? Well, yeah. <laughs> what What's the point of you doing that? Because we have so many, so many talented players yeah. and the defense just always steps up. Mm-hmm. Every every time, and you you mentioned it. It's like it's huge, like especially the defense all year. Like once once the other team gets inside the ten yard line, the re- so many turnovers have and, been forced yeah, in the end zone. We we get turnovers, or we block a field goal, yep. or anything like that. I think it's just like those little things that you know really has brought our team together and just kind of made everything, you know, contribute to our, our success. And uh, defense is just. Once we get inside the 10, they just they turn it on, and they're a bunch of dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, redshirt freshman, what does it mean to you to have a player at your position like Trey, someone for you to look up for? He's four years older uh, and just kind of gives you gives you the path to success here at Hillsdale. Yeah, you definitely uh, – you know, it's something that I took into uh, last year, my first year here. It was, you know, I got to improve. You know, what can I do to improve? 
and it's pretty simple you know you watch trey you watch how he works you you know different routes and you know a big thing this offseason was i tried to surround myself with trey as much as i could just kind of soak up all his football knowledge because you're talking you talk about a kid that's very knowledgeable about the game it's trey he's going to give you six or seven different ways to run one route and i think that's what makes him so successful is he's so creative you know he's constantly evolving his game he's constantly adding tools to his belt and you know he's able to go out in the game and if the db does something you know that takes part of his game away he's able to transform it okay okay he took that part away i'm gonna you know reach in my bag of tricks here and you know pull out another part and it's gonna work and he just uh, it's just it's crazy to watch and it's you know it's awesome to have that opportunity to have someone like trey in your position group as a leader and you know just someone that you can go to and you know talk to about football or you know pretty much anything and yeah so that, that's that's pretty awesome yeah all right last question because all roads for me lead back to the philly special yeah. uh how many times have you practiced that and and how many balls have you thrown like in game before uh so we practice it once a week we practice it friday walkthroughs so once a week and we've thrown it three times this year yeah we've thrown it three times so three for three two for three Uh, i I threw threw a pick actually yikes yeah okay Uh, what what is that that? what would that make your qbr Uh, then i have no i have no idea i'm trying to think what game that was in kentucky wesleyan i think yeah it was kentucky okay wesleyan. so it didn't really matter but no yeah <laughs> it was one of those i think it was one of those things where we're just trying to get the crowd into it put on a little show yeah but, uh, a little yeah. razzle dazzle i definitely a... made a really bad read and just said i'm gonna throw it to trey and it didn't work Jeez. But, uh, okay so but tre- we learned from it and we got the ball a chance and it, and it worked that's so. right <laughs> you you just uh improving his draft stock i guess yeah exactly Show, showing that he's got yeah, the hands yeah he's got the hands you know he can run with it a little bit but <laughs> absolutely all right Alec, thank you so much, and best of luck. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll uh, we'll have a home game at Muddy Waters. How does that sound? That sounds that sounds ideal. All right, so, let's go get a win, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. And that will do it for this episode of Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson, and I'm Jake Seavers. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.